Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, September 26th, 2018. The year hasn't changed, but it occurs to me that sometimes I don't say it. Or ever. <laughs> uh, it is 7.46 in the morning. And I am going for coffee today. It, The weather has definitely turned. Uh, we had a storm come in last night with a good bit of wind. And it's chilly today. Um, <laughs> that's like the joke, right? Um, what's the weather forecast in New Mexico? Well, hot today, chilly tomorrow. <laughs> it's probably, I think it was like a Bugs Bunny joke. Just like uh, the old, you know, turn left at Albuquerque. Uh, one wonders why all of the New Mexico jokes. Anyway, a uh, storm came in overnight. Started blowing in yesterday evening um, and really feeling like that wintertime wind. Uh, although it's not that cold. It's 47 degrees out. So we'll try it. Well, maybe I should take my wrap. I'm going to grab that. Um, my lovely friend Margaret knitted me a wrap for my birthday that she brought with her when she came to visit. And it's a gorgeous sort of deep burgundy. And I'm sure people... Knitting people who know about knitting things could tell me more about it. But it's, um, you know, me, I think it's pretty. <laughs> Which is probably enough right there, right? Okay. So we'll see if I need it outside. I probably will. It's not easy, sorry this is taking so long, it's not easy to put on a a wrap while I have the microphone clipped to me. I probably could have done that first, or put you down. There's no reason I have to hold you in my hand, maybe I'll try that. Oh look, how much easier is that? I also have very long hair, for those of you who don't know me. And sometimes wrestling the hair is as much a thing as anything else. I see what happened. Okay, let's start over. I had it twisted. That's why I couldn't get it to lay correctly. All right, so now. Aha! All right, how long did we spend on that? Like a minute? <laughs> yeah, well, so it goes. All right, now we go through the passageway of doom. out here but not terribly cold and our pack rat has not really resumed uh, the Choya efforts since my big cleanup there has been a, uh, a threat of death from the man a serious threat of death he was last night said something like the pack rat is going to have to die um, because there's just joya birds everywhere you step hmm first sip 
I'm having the coffee today, as I said, and it tastes good. Maybe the London fogs are more for the summertime or autumn, since I was doing kind of the iced coffees earlier in the summer, wasn't I? I like varying what I have throughout the year. Um, sort of observing the different seasons. I like, I'm not sure I would ever want to live in a climate where I didn't have at least a taste of all four seasons because I really do like feeling that turning over of the year, seeing how the plants wax and wane. And I like to observe that with different things and celebrate. You'll find out at uh, Christmas time I have special coffee mugs that uh, just for Christmas and they get put away again. Today I'm drinking from my big mug with the gold J on it that my stepsister Hope gave me. Williams Sonoma mug. We had one that had a D on it for David too, but it broke, sadly. I have not yet had a pumpkin spice latte. And for those of you who are aficionados, you know that I passionately love the pumpkin spice lattes. And I was even at Starbucks the other day, and I got a London Fog instead. Um, partly because I wasn't sure how well my handle, my stomach would handle the coffee. So today is something of a test. But I feel a lot more balanced now than I was. You can hear the wind chimes going with the breeze. Um, the other thing is, is that Margaret and I were talking about this, is that, um, you know, the Starbucks put so much sugar in their soy milk. I think they put so much sugar in everything. But the carb load is so much higher than what I make at home. And the pumpkin spice latte, you can't get sugar-free. So it's like, I don't know, it's, I could look it up, but <laughs> it's just so hugely high in sugar and carbs that I just hesitate to get it. And, you know, it's like, do I really love it as much as it costs? I'm putting air quotes air quotes around the cost piece um you know because it's like the caloric and sugar cost you know it's like if I'm gonna have something that sugary I think I'd rather go to Clafoodies and have a pastry um Clifoodies is a local French bakery and it's just awesome. They have the best lattes in the world. So I was drinking lattes over the weekend. And those were just fine on my stomach. So I think I'm all good. Uh, and their pastries are just... They are everything you want in a pastry. Just the right flakiness. And the cream inside is like substantial cream that feels like you're actually eating something good for you but it's also sweet and delightful so Margaret and I went to Cliff Foodies twice and had lattes and pastries for breakfast and that was just the best thing ever when I'd gone before I'd gotten like waffles or other breakfast things I think when I go from now on I'm just going to have a pastry and you know, it, when you think in terms of that I could have a Clifoodies pastry for the same uh, metabolic price as a pumpkin spice latte, and actually for less money, 
then it becomes kind of a no-brainer. Um, what did I have there? I had a lemon cake that was amazing because it had this very light crust that was kind of sugary and then you would bite through the sugary crust and it was just fluffy, lightly lemon, melty interior. And I had a hazelnut puff that was kind of like a cream puff, only more flat like a tart and had just delightful uh, hazelnut filling inside of a slightly crunchy, nutty pastry. Um, what did I have? I think I had three things because I had those two things on one day and then one thing on another. I know I was thinking about getting the Napoleon, but it was so big that I thought maybe I would regret it. Um, I don't know. I had some other like cream puff type thing and it was also delicious and wonderful. So I might resume my Saturday morning outings that I was doing for a while and go have my pastry and latte. I would podcast from there, but I feel weird sitting at a table talking by myself. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. People would get used to me doing that. What's What's funny is I'm self-conscious of people overhearing me. So I don't even really like doing the podcast while David's in the house. Which is really strange because obviously I'm doing this, I'm talking to all of you. I'm doing this so that you guys will all hear me speaking. Um, so I don't know why it makes me self-conscious to have other people overhear me. I could make a little sign saying I'm doing a podcast so that people don't look at me funny. Though, I don't, why would I care if they look at me funny? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I could experiment with it. I would say I could get it to go and like go sit in my car, but half the fun is sitting on their little patio. Well, maybe a quarter of the fun is like sitting at their little patio. Maybe if I went early enough, no one else would be there. I could pretend I'm recording something. We could do like the pastry of the week. You all would probably be interested in that, huh? I mean, I know I would be. <laughs> If I were listening, such are my interests. This wrap is lovely. It's keeping me perfectly warm. And nothing, we're starting to see a little bit of turn in the leaves. Uh, when we were up at Abiq, the cottonwoods along Rio Chama were beginning to show a bit of yellow in the leaves. And as you drive into Santa Fe, there's a, a mountain above Santa Fe that's mostly conifer, but there's a great big patch of aspen in the center. It's almost heart-shaped. It sort of follows along the line of a valley. And so there's two big curves up on each side and then it sort of narrows down the valley. So it's not quite perfect, but it's kind of heart-shaped. And that was start, you could see that starting to uh, turn a little bit gold. Uh, not full yet, but you could see the difference. But in the summer, you can't really tell the aspen green from the conifer green. And now you could start to see the heart shape. Mm, this coffee is tasting really good. Drinking it faster than I drink my tea, which says something, right? Maybe it's because it's chilly out. Uh, what was I going, starting to tell you all? Um, 
I don't remember before I was talking about, oh, the weather and the things starting to turn. But the flowers are still blooming. My David Austin rose has never really done anything this summer. I bought it earlier this summer and it's still just kind of sitting there in stasis. I'm not sure if it's taking. My other rose is in for a second bloom. Very big and pink and florid. I can take a picture of it for you all. So yesterday I did start in on the story for Seasons of Sorcery. Um, and I did write it from Harlan's point of view. I got about 1,200 words into it, which is pretty good for starting out. Um, I'm having to work my way back into uh, Harlan and Ursula's back and forth, which is incredibly different from Zira and Karen's back and forth, as you can imagine, <laughs> for those of you who have started reading Arrows of the Heart. Um, plus the fact, well, I do kind of, I'm not, see, you can hear I might, the doubt in my voice. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen in this story, so I'm still working my way into that and having to let go of that expectation. Um, but yeah, I got that work done, and I also finished the radish splits for Tears of the Rose, so that's good, because those were due, and I got a few other businessy things taken care of, took my car in to get the oil changed, and picked it up again, with, you know, major events in my life. I um, may have to get the brakes done on the Jag, sadly. Um... My mechanic is has to talk to Jaguar today and find out all of the prices, which will undoubtedly be high. Um, overall, I don't have to put too much into maintenance on that car, but when I do, it's pricey, unfortunately. David keeps talking about getting me a new car. Uh, he was talking about it on the way yesterday when he was asking me what the mechanic said and I was giving the list of things that need to be fixed and he's like you know we should get you a new car um, but I don't I don't want a new car I especially don't want to get rid of the Jag um, and so far it's still I think reasonable to put money into <coughs> fixing it I mean my other option would be to sell it and use that money for a more practical vehicle, which, you know, you can tell how I feel about that. And really, I don't need a practical vehicle because it's not like I'm commuting or anything. And so, so yeah, it's interesting to work my way into a new story. One of the things I spent time doing was setting up my spreadsheets and figuring my structure uh, and that's kind of a ritual. I love the, I have a template, a word template that I use. And so I open up my word template and I rename it. And it always starts out on my spreadsheet. I have zero pages and zero words. And as soon as I re rename my template, I have four pages and 28 words. Because it has like the title page and the headings for like the first three pat chapters to set up the headers and the page breaks and so forth. So it's like a magic bonus of 28 words to begin. I have no idea why that pleases me, but it's always like free words. <laughs> 
So um, I think I ended up with like, uh, went from four pages to eight pages. So not too bad, not too bad. And we'll see if I get some more done today. If I, um, it could be this story will write quickly, which would be nice. It's always nice when things write quickly. Um, and for all of you Sorceress Moons fans, as soon as I am done writing this story, I am going to write the fifth book in Sorcerer's Moons, which means I really need to go back and read the first four books. Uh, that's my other thing is I'm going to have to, uh, I think, spend some time today sitting down with Talon of the Hawk and do a little bit of rereading of Harlan and Ursula, get a feel for them as well, which is hard, you know, no hardship, but feels like it takes time away from actual drafting, which it, it does, but it needs to be done. Um, I finished yesterday re reading a book called Polaris Rising by Jesse Mihalik. And you may not have heard of this book because it is not yet out. <laughs> uh, Jesse is also with my same agency. Um, she shares my agent, Sarah Younger. And Sarah asked me if I would read this book uh, with an eye towards blurbing it. It's... Um, a science fiction romance and I think it's coming out in January so I'm I added it to my Goodreads shelf and there's already like 20 Goodreads reviews and getting very good reviews which I can see why because I really liked this book um, it is it's just so good <laughs> it really is good there's um I don't know if it's her absolute first book there's a few things that I would I think need tightening up, but that's always true for a first book. Um, but the characters are fantastic. The story is fantastic. Um, I loved the romance. I loved the premise. Uh, oops, sorry. Rep went over the mic. Hopefully that didn't make a... Maybe it only made a soft, luscious burgundy scrape. Uh, it's a terrific story. The sort of a a pretty far future, yeah, because Earth was abandoned several thousand years ago, she mentions at one point. And now the universe, known universe, is pretty much run by three major high houses and then a bunch of lower houses that are called the Consortium. And the heroine is essentially a princess of, they call her a space princess, which I think is funny. Um, it's good marketing. She's not exactly that because she's the daughter of a high house so she has a lot of um, she's used to wielding power she's not really a princess uh, but she's flees the family and ha the story starts she's been on the run for a couple of years on the run from an arranged marriage with one of the other high houses so uh, yeah it's a fantastic book and I'm going I need to come up with an appropriate blurb that is something more than what I just babbled and then I will and I'll do a review on Goodreads and rate it and all of that but I think you all will will love this book as much as I did and of course now I've got Grace Draven's Phoenix Uprising uh, next in my queue but I also have some uh, stories to read for uh, the Lyra contest, the writer. I need to pick my finalist and work with that person. So I have to prioritize that too. 
So Phoenix, did I say Phoenix Uprising? It's Phoenix Unbound. I always do that. Phoenix Unbound, Polaris Rising. Uh, and then I have to read some stuff for my own writing. So I'm kind of, I would say I'm between books, but mostly I'm on, on tenterhooks with books. Um, probably I will do my required reading first and then get to Phoenix Unbound later. I've already read Jennifer Eastep's Kill the Queen, the second book, and the fantasy romance trifecta. And, of course, I've already read my own book, which is the third book in the trifecta, so I don't have to worry about those things. So I want um, credit today for continuing to sit out in the arbor. I nearly bailed, but it's it's been lovely. I'm, I'm really going to try to do this. It's nice to come out here and see the garden and see how things are doing. So thank you all for sharing my first cup of coffee, which I've actually finished. There's the last of the foam. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Uh, I hope that it is filled with autumnal sunshine and unexpected splashes of color. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.